Hey, it's the Real Estate Steps Podcast. Welcome to your number one resource for real estate information. All right. Hey, everybody. It's Bob here, and we're with uh, Real Estate Steps, our new our podcast episode. I'm here with Nick, Amir, and we have a special guest. And who would that be? It's Heather Durbro from Chicago Title. Hello. Thanks for having me. It took a while to get her in here because she's kind of out of her normal uh, habitat. <laughs> but Heather, thank you so much for coming by and uh, saying hello. And, and we, I know you got some great information. So uh, let's get started because this is the one that I really like. Uh, uh, she showed me this phone app that they have. It's called Chicago One. Chicago Agent One. Chicago Agent One. And it's a free app. And it has some excellent, excellent uh, information. In fact, I used it on my last listing presentation. And it was great because it just, it was one of those things where they want to have a net sheet. And instead of it just having like a bottom line number, it actually had a breakdown of what they were paying for. Okay. And what the possibility of taxes and that sort of thing was. And it really helped the sellers go, okay, I get it now. But tell us more about that. Yes, so it's Chicago Agent 1. You can find it in your app store. Um, If you prefer to use the desktop, you can go to chicagoagent.com. And like Bob said, um, it's a free resource. And um, it's awesome for real estate professionals as well as buyers and sellers. So it is a closing cost app. And it'll break down your title and escrow fees, your down payment, recording fees, taxes, all of that in uh, less than four seconds. I actually timed it. Um, and it also has a bunch of different calculators. You know, for example, you make an extra mortgage payment a month, the benefits of buying versus renting. So super cool resource. And I recommend that everyone download it today. Yeah. And so it's it's a great tool. And what else can they do with the desktop? The desktop, the same thing. So if you prefer to use the desktop version, you could do the closing costs from there, um, as well as create PDFs from either the desktop or the app that actually has the breakdown of the closing costs. So if you're a real estate professional, you can send that directly to your client via email or text. And if you are the buyer seller, you could you know, print it out, email it to yourself, um, just so you have that. Okay. Now you set me up with another one where I was able to do searches and and pull up, like I like to go door knocking. And so there was a thing where I could just draw a map around a neighborhood, uh, basically on, on on the open house that I'm doing. I could go around and see who are the renters in, yes. in that neighborhood. So tell us what, what's so Chicago Title is one of the more um, technological advanced companies. So we have um, awesome tools and products that we provide to our realtor partners. That one um, specifically is called Chicago Title Walking Farm. Um, and again, just like Bob said, you can draw out an area. It breaks down who the renters are versus the owners. Um, and so all of our door knocker clients really like that, that tool. And especially for op- prior to open houses. Yes. That's one of the best things. Yes. To, Cause to you use. can change your script if you know who the renter is. Versus, Absolutely. Versus so, you, owner. so you can go after, you know, if you're setting up buyer seminars, for example, you can uh, appro- uh, approach tenants and uh, invite them to the seminars. Right. And you get their addresses. So then you could even send postcards yes. out to the people. And isn't there a thing where you can search to see how likely are they to sell a home? Yes. And there's different algorithms that um, our program can determine if they're likely to sell. It'll also let you know who the out-of-state owners are. 
um, who's owned the property. We call them the empty nesters, you know, over 30 years or so. The best form of stalking, legal stalking (laughs) out there. How does that algorithm work? Uh, So this specific algorithm, since this is one of our free products, it um, basically pulls the average length of time that that particular subdivision um, owners have, you know, lived there. So they pull that. If you want more strategic farming, um, we could definitely meet, you know, one-on-one and we can go through some other tools and products that are out there. So now what, what is your exactly your t- job title? Yes, with- good question. So my role is I am a sales representative. So it's my job to work with lenders and realtors to um, show them my tips, tricks, and what I, what I can do for them on the marketing side to grow their business. So in turn, um, that they would open escrow with my company. Okay. We were talking earlier before we started uh, the show about databases and how to yes. how to work with that and how, yes. and what are some of the things that are the timing of that and you know yes. some, some methods of you. So you know it, it's awesome to door knock, do open houses, um, farms, send postcards, but really I want my clients to start viewing their database as a data bank. Um, because those are the people that are going to refer you, those that know, like, and trust you. So my database is obviously full of realtors and lenders. So I strongly believe that the fortunes and the follow-ups. So I'm very good um, at calendaring reminders to check in with my clients, sending birthday cards, um, engaging with them on social media. Um, and I, so I encourage you know my clients to do the same because you want to be top of mind for your database. And that's, that's huge. That's one of the things why I wanted her to be on this show is because she literally is that example to follow. Uh, a lot of times as an agent, you get busy with a lot of your day-to-day stuff and you forget, ah, oh, snap, I got to, you know, do, do something in my database. And whereas with Heather, she, uh, she's always staying in touch and amazes me how she does that and, and she makes it look so effortless you know so that's what I want to try to I want to be like Heather I'm a control freak <laughs> <laughs> and that's where CRM really comes into play too so and, and you could use Outlook you could use Excel you just need some place to house all of your people um, to make sure that you are following up with them regularly what CRM are, are you using so I use one for title uh, title are, reps yeah okay. so um, there's a bunch of different ones out there. Right, right. We use yeah. a lion desk, but there's oh, different perfect. Ones. Yeah, I've heard yeah. great feedback. Right uh, on that. So right. it's, it, basically, any CRM is only as good as the information that you put in it. That's right. <laughs> and or you know your commitment to it as well. Correct. What are some tips? Throw us some tips right now that should be you know give me like two or three that which uh, that an agent should be regularly engaged in. Handwritten cards to your database, one hundred percent, and that could be as easy as a happy birthday card. Um, I call them house anniversary cards, you know, the anniversary of when they they moved in. If you work with Chicago Title, we'll send you reminders of the six month and the year mark. Um, So you you have that reminder of when you closed on a transaction. Um, The same with, you know, if you're following them on social media and you see someone that just got married or had a baby, their kid graduated from high school, send them a handwritten card. Um, So that's number one. Um, And also, I'm still, as techie as this industry is becoming, it's still all about relationships. So making sure that you are um, having those belly-to-belly appointments with your top referrals. You know, take them to lunch, have coffee. Um, And third, again, if you're really uh, taking a look at where your business comes from, if the majority of your business comes from your sphere, 
think about hosting a client appreciation event a couple times a year, and it doesn't have to be super spendy. Um, it's just a way that uh, you're appreciative to your clients, um, and they can bring a friend. So you're you know you're meeting more prospects that that way too. Interesting. And you're right. So the sphere of influence is the best source of business. I mean, for for anybody, because these are the people they like you, trust yes. you, and they like doing business with you, and yes. did in the past, uh, and will do in the future too. And and then maintaining this contact is much much cheaper than obtaining new leads. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so. I think most. I shouldn't say most, but there are a handful of agents out there that don't really know where they're business comes from. So if you did 12 transactions, you know, last year, four came from open houses, two came from online leads, you know, six came from your sphere, take a look at everything of where to spend your money. You know, if you had 12 transactions, and only, you know, one or two came from online leads, maybe you should spend that money more on your database, instead of, you know, the internet leads. So just kind of take a look at where your business is coming from to determine where to pour the marketing budget into. Interesting. If you haven't talked to somebody in your database, so like for, say a year, two years, you kind of feel awkward going, "Hey, <laughs> hi, this is Bob. Hey, I'm in real estate. Do you want to?" Yes. <laughs> and they go, "Really, dude? Why, why are you calling yes. me for?" <laughs> totally, totally. You never want to pick up the phone and say, "Hey, who do you know that wants to buy, sell, or invest in real estate?" But you could, again, you know, if you saw them on Facebook or Instagram, start building rapport that way. Oh, I, hey, I saw you guys just went to Hawaii. I'm looking to plan a trip to Hawaii. What do you recommend? And kind of kind of go from there. So there's that. Or I'm a really big fan of the business-to-business relationships. So have you have your list of preferred vendors. So maybe a purpose of a phone call could be, hey, just checking in on the house. Um, I have an awesome house cleaner, a painter, spring cleaning time. You know, just more of a purpose to your call rather than trying to get a referral. Because that'll, that'll just come naturally. Okay, good. So kind of talk about something outside of that. Yes within that. Um, okay. Anything else that you would, um, what I do is, um, change up the way that you're contacting them. So if you're leaving a lot of phone messages to either your database or prospects and aren't getting return calls, try a text, try a video message, try contacting them on social media. Just, you know, again, yeah. yeah, Legally stalking people. Uh, you know, you mentioned text, and that does work well. I've yes. noticed that uh, more and more people, um, especially millennials, yes, would rather text than talk to you. Yes. So uh, I do that a lot. Yeah, and people. I mean, you. And again, I my prospects are lenders and realtors, so most messages that I'm leaving, hey, uh, text me for a quicker yeah. response. I, I swear that is like the majority of voicemails that I get now. Yeah. I still feel like a phone call should be the first attempt and then you know try different forms yeah but that's just me you know earlier we were talking about uh, some of the tools you have you said yes. chicago title library yes so, so i've got that pulled up here tell me about yes it. so chicago is another free resource that we offer um and it has you know events that are going on in the month um that pertains to different areas sac placer county you can click on and el dorado county they're all on there um but what my favorite is e-guides so it's under the resources section and it has buyer and seller guides so it helps explain the title and escrow process to your clients um, because again you're the real estate expert you don't need to be the escrow expert title insurance expert that's all on here it has videos explaining the closing process what to bring to signing um, so just check it out a really really cool um, website to uh, bookmark okay i see by county 
Yes. You got buyer guides and seller guides. Yes. So I have a lot of clients that they'll just pull that up on their listing presentation or their buyer presentation, and it just walks you through what the home buying and home selling process is. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So you could cool. post cool. that on social media, email it out, um, whatever you want. This is uh, downloadable into PDF. Okay. Correct. Yep. Cool. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's it's something I like doing with people, especially first time home buyers. Mm-hmm. Because they have no clue. Yes. You know, so you send them something like this and they go, okay, here are the steps. Yes. And there's a lot of stuff in there that they don't really need to be concerned about. But, you know, you just kind of guide them through it. So then you have handouts that you could give to an agent that they could have? Okay. Yep. Yeah. And the same thing. They're under resources and, you know, it has 2019 tax laws, for instance, or what is title insurance? um, What's FERPTA? You know, Prop 60, Prop 90, anything real estate based there is a marketing handout. Um, the cool thing about the Chicago Title Library one is that it's not, um, it doesn't have my information on there. So you could use it. Um, you know, if I'm marketing to lenders and realtors, of course, I want my contact information on it. But if you want to send that to your buyer seller, they have no idea who I am. So it doesn't have any of my contact info on it. So you could, you could get crafty and add yours on it. <laughs> get crafty i like that now you had some open house tips what would some op- good open house tips be for an agent yes so open house tips i'm a big fan of door knocking around the open house inviting the neighbors to attend again you could use our app to do that come springtime after daylight saving consider doing a twilight open house maybe on a wednesday or thursday because i feel like the more serious buyers come after work so don't necessarily think of open houses on Saturday, Sunday. Um, you know, you have a life too, and maybe don't want to spend your whole weekend doing that. Maybe do a Saturday and a Wednesday evening. Just kind of, you know, change it up. Interesting. Have you seen evening open houses? Uh, yeah, I've seen one? a lot of like three to six. So yeah. maybe, you know, when kids get out of school, um, when the weather. Back from the home, uh, from the work, uh-huh. after five. Yeah, so. Absolutely. And always an open house tip, obviously safety first, always do an open house with someone, whether that's your lender partner, another realtor, you have to be safe too. So from my experience, I mean, uh, your job as a title rep can help many agents uh, mm-hmm. too. <laughs> I mean, I would highly um, encourage agents to team up with a, a rep yes. because you can bring the value to the table. So helping agents to get more leads, more clients, Absolutely. more buyers, sellers for different tips. Um, I know you specialize, your your strength is social media, for example. So you can <laughs> actually help uh, agents with the social yes, media. Yes, so it's my job so. to listen to the gaps in your business. If you tell me I hate open houses, I'm not going to talk about open houses. You say I don't want to cold call. I'm not going to tell you, you know, my tips on cold calling. So it's my job to and work with, work exactly, work with your strengths. You and I met that one time, and I know it's like, I said, oh, it's my once a year meeting with you, but how (laughs) often would you care to be in touch with an agent? So I like to be in touch with my clients once, at least once a month. Now that doesn't mean we need to meet once a month, but I want to be top of mind so that when you do have a directable escrow, you send to Chicago title. Um, But meeting with a marketing rep, you know, maybe once a quarter, um, just to kind of check in, uh, because a lot of my job, I know it, it sounds crazy, but... A lot of my job is to be your accountability partner, your cheerleader, just to make sure that you're on track. So if we met three months ago and talked about an open house and you never did an open house, then we need to reevaluate your marketing plan. 
Okay, so you are avail- more available. Correct. I mean, to me, you're like, you're like a star. Everybody wants to be around Heather. So I was like, oh, gosh. If, if I can no, don't like, feel <laughs> guilty about reaching out. And I know, I know it's hard because, you know, a lot of people are like, well, how do you get paid? You know, I, I don't have, a, you know, a listing to send you. No, my job is to help the agents. Mm-hmm. So in turn, that when you do have that directable escrow, that you, you know, would remember me. So that, that's what a title rep's job is i can say most of my escrows are in chicago title boom yes (laughs) i would highly uh, recommend and also you can be the go-between to the um the title person correct correct yes the the title rep's job is to also match make you with the appropriate escrow officer right you know to make sure that you're a good fit because I do not want to touch a file. That's not my job. So I'm not the person actually handling the transaction. I work more with the agent and the lender. It's the escrow officer that is facilitating the the transaction between both parties. Excellent. Any communication breakdown, you're yes. always a go-to person yes. to, to maintain. So that. when you meet with me, we we the lender or the agent, we work on a what I call a PEP, a personalized escrow plan, and that's just kind of an idea of you know how you like your business ran, so I can match make you with the appropriate escrow officer. Interesting. That's that's really good to know because I mean, as agents, we we like to match up our lenders mm-hmm. with our clients as well. Mm-hmm. You know, because if that's you have right. uh, baby boomer clients you don't want some speedy <laughs> millennial blender <laughs> you know talking a mile a minute to them they're like huh what was that <laughs> you know, as, or the other way around you don't want some guy who's been a, in the mortgage business for 40 years you know talking to your speedy millennial buyers yeah you don't want your lender telling your millennials to fax over their documentation <laughs> <laughs> facts or using old man terminology you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> I use okie dokie still. And I st- millennials crack up every time I say that. They're like, what? <laughs> my father-in-law always says, okie doke. Yeah, okie doke. I know. That's what and I then mean. my it's- husband always says it. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're turning into your dad. <laughs> but it, it is. There's, there's certain terms that the, the, the older people use that they're like, huh, what? <laughs> so anyway. You know, you mentioned uh, staying in touch with people mm-hmm. once a month. Mm-hmm. And how do you do that without... You know. Yeah, so I I calendar reminders to check in. So it, it's you know I have I have tools that I can track. You know when my clients have a ha- they're on the buy side or list side. So a lot of what I do is appreciation, congratulations, or okay. you know hey let's check in there. You know a lot of my clients still do pop buys, super old school. You know mm-hmm. pop buys uh, to their clients. Um, I'm a big fan of agents sending something to their clients' work. Again, it doesn't have to be a ton of money, but say, you know, it's their birthday, you send balloons, or the day they get approved, you send a bottle of champagne or apple cider or something like that to their work, because then they're like, oh my gosh, my realtor or lender just sent that, and they're singing your praises around all their coworkers. Again, meeting with me, we can work out, you know, a three, six, nine, 12 month monthly touch on your database too. Yeah. And she'll keep up with you about that. She'll follow up with you. Just her following up with you kind of go gives you a kick in the pants yes. to go, hey, oh, snap. You know, I, I haven't been following up with my people. But one of the things I want to give uh, a testimonial to Heather is that she brings that authentic energy to what she's doing. She's not just somebody who talks about it and says, you know, you really should do this or you really should do that. No, she's actually talking from all the things that she does herself. 
And so that's infectious. And, and a lot of times I would just recommend any agent, if you're just in a flat spot and you're like, ah, oh, this one deal didn't work out, just give Heather a call. Just go meet with her. Yes. Talk with coffee because she will come in and say, okay, let's go. Pick yourself up. Let's get, you know, let's keep moving. And I'm telling you, that is probably the biggest intangible that Heather has over a lot of other uh, agents that I've talked about. Thank you. you know, they're not, she's not wonky. Okay. Oh, there's another word. <laughs> <laughs> Wonky meaning that she's not just into the technical weeds about things and, and she doesn't sit there and berate you about, well, what do you mean you didn't do a door knock before the open house? What do you mean you didn't, you know, mm-hmm. she doesn't do that. And that's what I really, mm-hmm. really, really, really appreciate about her. So thank you. Was, like, thank you. And me. I think the biggest misconception when people say marketing, it doesn't necessarily have to cost money. You know, we can work on any budget and that budget could be you have zero dollars. Well, it costs zero dollars to knock on a door, pick up the phone, you know, things like that. So don't let money freak you out. Exactly. And the other thing, too, is creativity. You know, a lot of times I'll speak for myself. You you get bogged down with there's so much. My database is there's so many people. How am I going to do this? You know, and, and she breaks it down step by step. She gives it to you in spoonfuls in a way that is all not only invigorating and in, in how you can be creative, but number two is it the creativity that you have, it starts to get activated. And so within that, then you're going, oh yeah, that's right. I had that idea. Because a lot of times we have these ideas, we've just gotten so busy that it just, it's gotten pushed off to the side. And then she comes back and basically revives that. And you're going, that's right. I used to do that. And that was, that was successful. And then you get back on the track again. And so I think as an agent, you need a lot of input that way to help keep you fresh, active, and, and moving forward in reaching out to your database and doing follow-up. Because I have yet to meet an agent that says, I love doing follow-up. It's <laughs> <laughs> yes. the biggest problem that it is. agents have. It is. Yeah. Following up. And just, I mean, little things. You'd be surprised how many agents don't attend their signing um, or ask for a testimonial. Just little things that make the you know world of a difference with your database so do you you use social media yes okay um what trends do you see out there obviously facebook is still pretty big yes facebook's still pretty big um instagram's really are they are they really really taking off i so i'm 35 years old Mm -hmm. i've only had facebook for three years as social of a person as i am i just kind of was afraid of it or no one would care what I'm doing. It's shocking. People really do care what you're doing because it's it, it's a way for you to connect with people and you uh, essentially work with people that you like and trust. So you could see, you know, if you have commonalities, it's easier to build rapport. Um, and then video is really huge because it, um, it gives more, you're basically working the Facebook and Instagram algorithms when you do video. So what that's, I've really before? been seeing that. I... Yes. So I went through a social media coaching program where video was the main topic. So I've been doing video for about a year um, and it's really helped my business because again, it works that, that algorithm. So people are reaching out to me, Hey, I saw that video. You gave that cool title tip. Um, Can you send it to me? So it just really encourages engagement with your database on it. Well, they say uh, in next two years, 80% of content on Facebook is going to be video. But you said you had a Facebook for three years. I've had, so. fa- yeah, I've only had Facebook 
yeah, three years. What did you have before? Instagram? Nothing. I didn't Nothing. do anything before that. MySpace? Yeah. <laughs> well, I did have MySpace <laughs> for a hot minute in college. Yeah. Hopefully no one can find that. But um, yeah, my the, the job I had before Chicago Title, um, social media wasn't, um, that's not how we generated business. And then I took a year off uh, to be home with my daughter on maternity leave. So then when I got back working with Chicago Title, it was pretty much you have to do it type right. of thing. So in many businesses today, you have to have regardless if you want it or not, right? Well, and my, so. my social media coach kind of broke it down this way. Like, let's say you take your whole database, whether that's 300 people, 600 people, you invite them to happy hour. You're not talking to all of those people at happy hour. You can't connect with all of them. But social media is just a way to kind of work smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. Everyone's right there. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Well, and one of the things about social media, especially with video, is you don't go by the direct metrics that you're seeing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't go by the likes or even the comments on the video. Yes. Because literally, you, you can, for every like or every comment, multiply it times 20. And that's how many people saw the video. And video is one of those things that you have to be consistent on over a long period of time. Because I was talking with Ronnie, and he, first six months of doing video, eh. Didn't get anything. Hardly any business, hardly any reaction. But after that six months, all of a sudden, it's just click, 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 click. Things are going. And mm-hmm. and so if you're going to go into video and doing that, don't pay attention to the metrics. Mm-hmm. But the consistency, moving it forward, having your content be fresh but authentic to you, that will be huge. And that's the key. Most people give up. So you do open houses for three months Mm -hmm. and no business. I'll let me try something else. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Videos for three months, no business. Let's let me try something Mm -hmm. else. And uh, regardless, that's human nature. Right. But um, you know, you have to be consistent. Hey, I wanted to start running. You run for three months, or like uh, (laughs) David said, one yeah, one day after January first, and then you give up. Exactly. Yeah. And so anything like that, uh, really make a minimum six month plan. Yeah. Once you start, you can't stop. Right. Really. Just like you guys on the podcast. You do every week. Yeah. We dream every night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or or like uh, what? uh, um, Oh, come on. I hate when I'm the old uh, old selling guy who did the sales training. Um, Zig Ziglar. That's it. Mm -hmm. I I saw Z's in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Zeb Ziglar. He goes, I like mo- I need motivation every day, just like I need a shower. <laughs> you know? <laughs> true. You do. You need it, you need it always renewed. And so th- that's one thing that I think Heather is one of the biggest assets is helping you just get just to talk to her. Okay. Even if even if the topic is not necessarily even marketing. It, it, I recommend if you're getting into a, a slump or you're feeling like it's just like, oh, I'm just not gonna this dead zone, give her a call. She'll troubleshoot for you and and pull you out of that slump. So that's quite an endorsement. I know. Thanks, yeah. Bob. So sweet. <laughs> anyway, well, thank Heather. Thank you so much for you're welcome. Thanks for by. having me. Thanks for coming by. Heather. Maybe you thank can. You. Uh, uh, well, we we'll have her information on the website, but uh, maybe you can say uh, yeah. What? Yes. Number. So um, Heather Durbro, Chicago Title. I am based out of the Roseville location, um, off Pleasant Grove, and my cell is nine one six two two three five five seven eight. And my email is heatherd at ctt.com. 
And we'll have her information posted on our uh, website, the realestatesteps.net website, which you got all should go to. And remember to subscribe to us everywhere. <laughs> it's everywhere. Thank you, guys. For presence. All right. Thank you. Till next time. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Steps Podcast. We'll be back next week with some fresh topics about real estate news that's pertinent and relevant to you. You can follow us at Facebook or Twitter at Real Estate Steps. Be sure to subscribe to us at your favorite podcast streaming site. Also, you can follow us at realestatesteps.net and contact us, email us. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next week.